0: Guys, we do love the Lord. I spoke with a a young man earlier this morning on the way in, an elementary-age boy or a junior-high-age boy, and he said, I always see you up here at church. I'm like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? He said, that's a good thing. I'm like, man, amen to that. That is so awesome. And he is absolutely right. How good it is just to gather physically as the bride of Christ and have these types of truths To declare back to God the Father. These things are true. They're not made up. They're not wishful thinking. They are true realities whether we feel like they are or not. We love the Lord and how sweet it is just to gather in this capacity as the physical gathered bride of Christ. And declare our love to him. But we know this love of ours for the Lord. There's something about it. That this love of ours for the Lord is only because he first loved us. First John chapter 4, 19 says this. We love because he first loved us. I had it memorized. I just said it for you, word for word. But it never hurts to let you remember it's coming from Here we gather and declare our love for him, but it is only and always because he first loved us. His loving us first was out of who he is. He's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And before time was ever spoken into motion, before time ever began, he existed. There was never a moment where God did not exist. And that's what's called eternity past the past of all eternity where there was existence of God the Father and beautiful, loving relationship with God the Son, divinely, perfectly harmonious with God the Holy Spirit. They existed in this Trinitarian Godhead, harmonious, divine relationship in eternity past, before time ever began. That's how God existed. There was never a moment There never has been, there never will be in the future a moment in which God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit does not exist. And the way he exists, the who he is in this existence is love. When we go back to the creation account of Genesis, we see the first manifestation of that love. God the Father in perfect, loving relationship with God the Son, Jesus, because of this union divinely orchestrated and maintained with God the Holy Spirit, this love being Trinitarian relationship overflows. It spills over in the form of creation. His love, is Trinitarian Godhead, overflows and creates life because he is so filled with love, so overflowing with love, he creates humanity and says, The first few days were good, but that sixth day creating man and woman in my image was very good. You're the crown of my creation. And it's out of the spilling over of my love and Trinitarian Fellowship, three persons in one, I create you so that every man, woman, and child may have opportunity to glorify him and to enjoy loving relationship with him. That's the love of God we have first seen demonstrated in the creation account of Genesis. This opportunity to glorify and enjoy relationship with him. We love him because out of who he is, he first loved us. But there's something else we know. As humanity, we know who we are. In case you don't know who you are, scripture helps us out with that as well. In the third chapter of Romans, it says in Romans chapter three, verse ten, as it is written, None is righteous, no not one. Oh God, you don't know about my one and only kid. You know, they're they're so perfect. They're the all-star on the sports field, they're the greatest musician, they're just so awesome, no not one from the very moment of conception we are conceived in wickedness with a sinful nature because of our father of humanity adam and eve the first sin in the garden none is righteous no not one and it goes further to say in romans 3:23 in case you weren't clear all have fallen short of the glory of god all have sinned and the sin is missing the mark the sin is us Falling short of God's glory. He created us so that we might glorify and enjoy loving relationship with him. But our sinful condition from the moment of conception causes us to fall short and causes us to be sinful in his eyes and in broken relationships. Scripture says there's a punishment for our falling short. Romans 6.23 The wages of sin is death. Your and my falling short of God's glory earns us nothing but death. But don't misunderstand that. It's not death where we get off the hook once we pass from this earth. We don't die here and then we're just dead, no longer existing. But we're made for all eternity. It's up to our profession of faith, not works, but a sincere profession of belief that determines where we spend our eternity. And unless you profess Jesus as Lord and Savior, who lived perfectly, died on the cross for sinners, was buried, and then on the third day, according to Scripture, raised from the dead, unless you profess faith on Him, you will pass from this earth, according to Scripture, and exist eternally in the wages your sin has earned you. Separation. The, the cup that our sin Earns us is condemnation. The cup that our falling short of God's glory earns us is the cross, a criminal's shameful suffering death. We love God because He first loved us. It's a love that comes out of who He is, but we know something about ourselves. We fall short of God's glory. We've earned nothing but death, condemnation, nothing but the cross. But we know the second half of Romans 6.23. The wages of sin is death. Every man, woman, and child here in, in all of history, in all of the future, our falling short of God's glory earns us death. But God, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Or said another way in 2 Corinthians 5, 21. He who knew no sin became sin on our behalves. He took on the fullness of every sin we've ever committed, every sin that we're struggling with right now, and every sin we will struggle with in the future. Jesus, the Son of God, took all the sinfulness of man on himself. He made himself sin, and in six hours on the cross, he died the death our sin deserved of us. So that we might have a path back to reconciled relationship with God. So that we might have a path back to this divine opportunity to glorify our creator and enjoy a loving relationship with our creator out of the spilling over of his love as God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Christ took our cup of condemnation. Christ took our cup of the cross. Jesus hanged on the cross where we belong. We deserved it, but God. And the last remembrance I want to call your attention to uh, is how Paul put it in Romans 5.8. But God, who is love demonstrates his own love toward us. Where in Genesis, he spilled his love over in creation in Romans, but God demonstrates his own love toward us while we were still sinners. Christ died for us. And that's the gathering we find ourselves in this morning. We come here, we have... A flat wafer and some grape juice prepared for us to participate and consume and remember who God is and the love he has demonstrated toward us. And so what we're going to do in just a moment is we're going to give a moment of prayer. I don't know what your weeks look like. I don't know what your morning has looked like. If it's anything like mine, it is crazy And you're questioning your faith sometimes between your home getting ready in the morning all the way here to the church campus. But we are here in this capacity to remember the love of God, how it's been spilled over and demonstrated to us all the way from creation to the cross. And how he who knew no sin became what we deserved. That we might have reconciled relationship with our maker. And so right now what we're going to do is this. Because in 1 Corinthians 11, when we take the elements in just a moment, it says, every time you gather in this capacity, we're doing it to proclaim Christ's death and remember that he's coming again. But there's an element of examination, of just sitting a while with the Lord... And letting the Spirit move in your heart. letting the Spirit move in your mind and just reflect on who He is and prepare you to take of the bread that memorializes the broken body and taking of the grape juice that memorializes the once for all spilled blood for, for the new covenant.